Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to episode 167 of the Creator Smarts podcast. In this episode, we are talking to a copywriter. Because if you are selling online courses, then you need to you need to know how to write good copy. It's good if you have an audience, it's good if you have products, but you need something to sell those products to their audience, right? And most of the time, you sell through a so-called sales page. You can also sell through email sequences, a webinar, maybe phone calls. But at the end, you need to be good at creating an offer and you need to know how to sell that offer. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to sell your products through creating high converting sales pages, right? So um, Nick reached out to me, Nick Poninski is his name. He reached out to me, he said, I'm a copywriter, I took a look at his work, I liked what he had to say, I liked his work, and I thought, okay, why not get a copywriter on the podcast today and really walk you guys through the process of how to create a good sales page. So we're going to talk about the research that you need to do before writing a sales page, um, how you start with a sales page, how to write a, gr- a good headline, We're going to talk about how you should structure your sales page, um, about the writing style, which is uh, that that you should use when writing a sales page. And uh, we're also going to talk about how much it costs to hire somebody to write a killer sales page for you. Okay, so this episode is going to be highly informative. I think, well, everything we're going to discuss here is uh, highly useful for you if you sell online products or especially online courses, so I hope you're going to like this one. Without further ado, let's get started. Here's my interview with Nick Paninski. Good luck. (laughs) Enjoy. This is the Create Your Smarts podcast, the number one podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following to build a smart and future-proof education business. I'm your host, Jan. Hey Nick, welcome to the Creator Smarts Podcast. Tell us a bit about yourself and uh, what it is you do. Cool, yeah. Thank you, Jan. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, so my name is Nick. I'm a copywriter for uh, online course creators. Um, I'm also an online course creator myself. All right. So how do you get into copywriting? Um, okay. Um, I guess, you know, long story short... Um, you know, when it was lockdown and everyone was having that, like, kind of, you know, sitting around thinking, is this the life that I want, right? We, we all had that opportunity to take stock. And I was very fortunate and got targeted by an advert on Facebook, um, which said, be a copywriter, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, before you could, um, before you can say uh, copywriter, I'd signed up for the course and... and yeah, here I am. Uh, two years later, it's, right, so, um, it's been so fantastic. Many, yeah. Okay. So we ha- we have many of our listeners well do create courses, um, have a YouTube channel, right? So they already have an audience. Mm-hmm. And then they create a course, and then you need something to bridge the two, right? You have an audience, you have a product, you need a, a funnel, and a very important part of that sales funnel is a sales page. Yes. Um, so you know let's let's keep this very practical for the listener if they have this course and they want to write a a good high converting sales page where where do we start where do we start okay um 
The first thing that I would say is before you even start thinking about writing is you need to do your research, you know, who is your target audience? Like I find it useful to have like a, a picture of them um, and then to write about them and then, you know, who they are, what they're going through, the demographics, do they have kids? How do they want to spend their time? what their problems are, what kind of life do they want to lead, right? So I, mm -hmm. I don't need to go too far into target audience. I'm sure everyone understands that bit, but that is mm -hmm. the, the start of it. And then you need to, you know, really dig in deep and really understand these people. So, you know, as I say, that the main things that you really want to understand are what life are they leading and what life do they want to lead? You know, yeah. what are the problems that they're experiencing? What are the solutions that they want? Um, yes. once you've done that, once you're, you know, fully confident that you understand your, uh, target audience, I would say that there, you need to come up with about a hundred reasons why someone would buy your course. Um, and you tie those to 10 different emotions and it's, it's quite fun. Um, I find, uh, <laughs> but there's, you know, there's, there's reasons why people buy things, right? So make money, save money, um, you know, get more love in their life, get more uh, social proof in their life. You know, there's there's 10, I can't remember all 10 of them off the top of my head. Not um, being lonely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Avoid loneliness, uh, be more clean, um, you know, all, all this good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then for each of those 10 reasons, um, um, then come up with 10 uh, reasons why someone should buy your course tied to that emotion. Mm -hmm. um, so if you were you know, um, selling a, well, I, I, I've got a course for, um, copywriters to find, um, clients, right? So it's mm -hmm. easy for me to tie 10 reasons to making money. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, you know, I've come up with a whole 90 other reasons as well. And, and, and these can be very basic and a lot of them can be in two or three sections, you know, mm -hmm. um, the really good stuff comes out, you know, it's really obvious the first three or four or five, maybe, but the really good stuff starts coming out at six, seven, eight, nine, ten. When you sat there really racking your brain, that's when you hit some gold and, and, and you've really dug deep into what the, and the target audience might want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say that that. So let's say we're going to write a sales page for. I mean, this is something that we did last week um, for a fitness YouTuber, right? So mm -hmm. he has a course uh, that teaches you how to, well, how to work out, how to get in shape within 90 days. Um, so we can do the exercise, right? Who is the target customer here? Who is the, the customer avatar? Young guys mm -hmm. in the 20s who watch, who watch their video, who watch his videos. Um, they're typically not overweight but they might have some extra fat. Maybe they're even too skinny, right? So that's the avatar. The problem is that, well, they, they want to, they're out of shape and they want to, they want to look better. Um, yeah. so we know what the avatar is. We know the result. We, we know what the big promise is. Is that enough? Because somebody else who has a similar course, they might come up with the exact same thing, right? It's yes. also something that helps you to get into shape. So how important is positioning? I think that's where, that's where I'm trying to go here. Yeah, that's a great question, right? Because there are, 
there are no new ideas, right? Especially when it comes to weight loss and, and muscle building and whatnot. It's there are new fads which come into a, uh, you know come into vogue and people are more interested in. But generally speaking, if you want to lose weight, it's all about um, you know don't take in as many calories. Do more exercise, simple stuff. If you want to build muscle, do those exercises and, um, you know, um, have your protein, right? Um, so this is basic stuff. But yeah, what you're talking about there in terms of positioning, in terms of a sales page, it's, it's there's two key elements for a sales page. And, and one is the unique problem that people are going through. And one is the unique solution to that problem. And it's two halves of the same puzzle. Um, if you think about it, like, perhaps a football pitch, right? Mm. Um, it's, it's one half and it's the second half. And these two have to marry up when you're talking about what the problem is, the, the solution has to lie with it. it has to, you know, it has to be, um, it has to match. If you've got half a football pitch and then the other half is uh, a golf course, it doesn't work, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you're talking about what the problem is, um, why is someone, so in terms of your example, you were talking about, they want to gain muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah so to, to get, to get, to get into shape, to get in shape. Get in shape. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a bit broader than, than just gaining muscle. Yeah. Fair enough. The copper inside me, uh, the copywriter inside me is screaming and saying, what does get in shape mean? But mm. we'll ignore that for now. But th mm. there is a reason right why they're not getting in shape there has to be a unique problem something they've never heard before some some position some way of looking at it um you know whatever it is yeah and then you have to present a solution yeah so then your audience is reading this and they're understanding there is a there is a reason why they've never been able to get in shape before whatever it is they have to be able to look at it and go oh my god that's why i've never got in shape before yeah, it's good you say that because it's exactly what we did on that sales page. We say the reason you haven't gotten into shape yet is because you need to manage your hormones. Managing hormones is the key. And then we explain and we backed it up with theory. But OK, I'm, we, we are confirming <laughs> each other here. I guess that's a good thing because we didn't. Uh, there was no rehearsal before we started recording this episode. OK, so let, let me try to, to summarize this. Right. So. Before we even start writing a sales page, we first do the research. We try to get a really under good understanding of who the customer avatar is, what their problems are, what their aspirations are, their ambitions, right? Yep. That's the first half of the game. And then we need to think about, okay, what's our unique solution that nobody else is offering? So this could be an approach or a method or just a style. Yeah. Um, so we, I mean, we know that yeah. the idea is to come up with some, you know, a, a cool name, you know, whatever the, the, the solution is, something that yeah, people, yeah, yeah. you know, haven't heard before. But as I said, there are no new ideas when it comes to, to losing weight, but you can come up with a, a fancy name or, or, you know, new studies have revealed or scientists have discovered whatever it is. Mm. Um, but it has to match up. And we're not talking about what the product is that we're selling just yet. We're yeah. talking about the unique problem and the unique solution. Yeah. And then, you know, these are the real key parts of your sales pitch. Yeah. And this is, this is essentially your, 
your positioning, right? It's like mm -hmm. how, what makes this course different from all the other courses? What there makes the method different from all the other courses? And maybe that's the thing. Um, that's the reason I asked the question because, you know, writing a sales page, you know, you, you, you might think it's easy, right? You just go to Google, how to write a sales page. You, you follow the framework and then you have a sales page, right? So yeah, then you have a sales page, but the, the quality of the sales page all comes down to, I, th I think that the most important thing of writing a good sales page is nailing, nailing the positioning. And, and that's the, the, those are the things that we just talked about, right? Like yeah. the first half, as as you as you call it the the problem understanding the customer avatar and then okay what's how do we what's our unique way to solve this problem and and once you know that that's probably 80% of the work or at least mm -hmm. half of the work then you can start writing a sales page right so okay we've done all the research now how do we get started with a sales page now what's what's the next step um i mean like there's two ways of looking, well, for me, from, from yeah. my perspective, that I write two different types of sales pages. There's one which goes to a really warm audience yeah. and has lots of email funnel and they've had a lot of build up. Um, and it's a bit more of a hybrid sales page. You know, mm -hmm. this could take, uh, it would be a lot easier to write this. But when we're talking what you and I are talking about, a real sales page, um, this, I mean, I'm writing one at the moment. It's over 30 pages long. <laughs> so 30, when really? we're starting to write that, right, you know, we, we, we've done a lot of prep before we've even started writing. So at the start of this big sales page, you know, your 30 pages, um, this would be for a, I guess, a cooler audience. You want to do more heavy lifting with this page. You don't necessarily want to get on a sales call. Um, so you want to do a lot more heavy lifting with this page, um, but you would start them both very similarly. You you want to get hold of people's attention. Yeah. Um, so you know there's there's a big promise. We're talking you know a headline. Grab yeah. people by the eyeballs and drag them in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, yeah, the, the headline. So how do you write a good headline? <laughs> okay. Um, so, well, it's a heavy, heavy interview uh, today, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is good. This is fine. This is fine. So I've I've written a book about how to write um, copy, how to sell your online course, right? Um, and this is one of the things that I talk about is the emails funnel, the, the Facebook adverts that go into the landing page, the email funnel, go into a sales page, etc. And one of the yeah. topics is how to write a great headline. Um, and there are formulas for yeah. writing headlines. So, you know, if you look online about um, finding the headlines, um, you'll find all sorts of headlines. And I talk about this in the book. And then there's websites which you can go to which analyze your headline and tell you how good they are. Okay. Now, yeah, these websites aren't perfect. They're looking mm -hmm. for keywords which have um, engagement or inspiration or, or uh, curiosity, intrigue, right? Um, but they're looking for buzzwords. They aren't necessarily looking for the right words for your audience. So these websites are a guide. Um, 
but they're not foolproof, right? Yeah. Um, but to answer your question of how to write a great headline, um, don't talk about what you're selling or, or you know, um, you know the, the, the low-level benefit. Let's talk more about the emotion of what people want. So, you know, rather than writing, I've written a uh, a landing page the other day for a project manager, and I'm not talking about um, deliver the project on on time because that's kind of basic. We're talking about deliver it on time so that it wows your boss. Um, and we're tying in the emotion. Um, you get that pay rise that you've been deserving, stuff like this, because that's actually what people want. Give, delivering the promo, uh, the projects online is good, but let's go deeper with it. Why do they want to deliver that project online? Mm -hmm. And that's when you start talking in headlines, um, is this is the kind of stuff that drags people in. Yeah, and that's the main purpose of the headline, right? To get the attention. Hey, 100%. what is this? This is exactly what I want. Or, hey, this, this is unique. Or, mm. hmm, that's interesting. What, what does he mean by that? Exactly. Or, hey, I haven't seen I haven't seen that before. Now I'm gonna read. Now you got my attention. It's like when you're doing when you're selling. I don't know, like a, a newspaper subscription in the in, in a walking street or something. You, like you before you start selling and explaining what the product is, you first need to catch their attention, right? And um, okay, so that, that's what we do with the headline. We've done our research. We have, um, uh, we, we come up with a, with a big idea. With right, the concept of the sales page, right? We know what's going to make our product unique. Um, yeah. Like we can write our sales page in in three or four sentences. Now we can start with the sales page, and the first thing is we start with a headline. Yes. And now, how do we go about structuring a sales page? Is it like headline? And then bullet point about what the product is. That's what many, um, that's what many people often tend to do, right? Focusing on the features. Yeah. Um, what I like to do, um, best practice, if we're writing the big sales page, you got to start um, to address the skepticism, right? Because you're going to make a big, big promise. So if we're writing a, a sales page, you know. Um, you got to talk to people because people are skeptical, right? People have been burned before. Their experiences lead them to believe that they can't believe everything on the internet. And quite rightly, um, we can't believe everything that's, that's written on the internet. Uh, so you've got to address that skepticism, something along the lines of, um, now I know what you might be thinking. Uh, another grand promise that promises X, Y, Z, but doesn't deliver anything but ABC. Um, and you'd be right for thinking this. Um, but what if it was true? What if it does deliver X, Y, Z? What if it does deliver, um, I don't know, some, what comes before X, Y, Z? What if it does deliver um, uh, PQI, right? Um, wouldn't it be worth hearing about? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you, you're addressing the skepticism. We're dripping in those benefits that people are wanting. Um, and then, you know, we're pulling them in because the more we... Our talk, it's, it's more like a conversation, right? Because mm -hmm. we understand that people are going to be skeptical and we're talking to them about that. And then we're talking to them about what they actually want. We're drip feeding all these benefits in. And, and, mm -hmm. and this is getting people to engage with the sales letter. Like I've, as I say, I've written one the other day that was over 30 pages long. I don't expect everybody to read every single word, but the words which are there have to be have to be awesome, have to be engaging. 
there can't be any fluff. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons why they're so tricky to write. But we do want to be talking about the benefits and the pain that people are going through. And everything that you write has to captivate the audience so that they keep reading. Every time that you write something that they disagree with or uh, doesn't align with their world, they're disengaged. They're, you know, they can bounce off the page. They can stop reading and that costs your sales and profits and yeah. all that good stuff. Do sales pages really need to be that long? Because that's a question that we often get, like many course creators, YouTubers, they, they feel very uncomfortable writing mm. long sales pages with like the backstory and everything. Um, so how necessary is it to have those long sales pages? Um, okay, so yeah, I think that goes back to the earlier point that I was making about, you know, the, the two different types of sales pages. It's how much heavy lifting do you want the sales page to do? How much of an audience have you built up? How warm is that audience? How much of a sales funnel are they going through? Yeah. Um, you know, in the book that I've written about selling your online course inside a week, I'm talking about sales page number one. And generally it's speaking, short, this is, is that a short version? Yes, exactly. Okay. And generally this would be for courses which are like less than a hundred pounds or so, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. there's, there's a people are, uh, you know, nervous about investing money on stuff that they read about on the internet. So, but there's a lot less nervousness when it's under a hundred pounds, when you start talking about 500 pounds or so, or more, that's when you need a much longer sales page. You need to do more persuading, more, yeah. more, um, more, more empathizing with your audience. Yeah. So the, the length of your copy all depends on the, 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 the coldness or, or heat, no, no, what was the right word? The temperature of your audience, like whether they're cold or whether they're hot, the price yes. of your product. And I guess if you're selling a solution that's completely new that they don't understand yet, you first need to educate your lead or the, your, your audience about what exactly it is that you're selling, right? If you're selling, I don't know, a football or a t-shirt like merch, like everybody knows what a t-shirt is, right? You don't need to do much selling that. Whereas when you're selling an online course, like many have many questions, people have many questions like, okay, ooh, ooh, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, isn't that expensive for a course? How exactly does it work? What am I going to learn? What am I going to be able to do when I finish the course? Can I get my money back? Uh, what makes this course so special? Who is this course for? Right, so you need to answer all these questions on the sales page. And then, yeah, if you, if you do a good job or, well, oftentimes you're going to end up with uh, a sales letter that's, what, 10, 20, 30 pages long. Yeah, um, I can definitely get that long. Like you say, like, you know, one of those things that you just talked about there is who is this product for? And I see a lot of people who write sales pages and, and it writes, who is this product for? Or who is this course for? And then they talk about it and... You know, it's it's good to write who is this product for, but a more fun way is, you know, something like, uh, will this work for me? Um, and then, you know, have little sections, have a little box and talk to that specific audience. So for me, from when I'm writing about the copywriters, I've never had a copywriting client. Will this work for me? And then you talk about, yes, why it will. I've got an abundance of copy clients. Will this work for me? Yes, it will. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and you start talking to those specific audiences but mm -hmm. you position it in a way that they are you know asking those questions but more engaging 
So let's focus a bit on the structure of a sales page. And then if we have time yes. afterwards, we can maybe uh, talk about writing style. Um, so when it comes to structuring a sales page, like do you follow a certain structure? For example, headline, problem, uh, introduction to the solution, solution about the, what is it, about the, about the course creator. Let me present to you this program, testimonials, what's in the program, buy now, money back guarantee, frequently asked questions, <laughs> something like that. Is, it, <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is that what you do or do you have a, a different approach here? Uh, so for the, for the long sales page, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me. Yeah, so there are about seven sections. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about the lead where the headline is, we talk to them about yeah. the life that they're in, uh, we make that big promise, um, we address that skepticism, we start talking about the benefits of the course. Uh, then you start talking about uh, the backstory, right? Who yeah. is the um, who, who is the, the course creator? What mm -hmm. positions them to be able to share this information? You know, basically, here's who I am and here's why you should trust me. Yeah. Um, then we're going to talk about the problem. So why they've never overcome that problem before, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, 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 whatever it was, um, what we were talking about before with your, um, fitness people. Yeah. Maybe the, um, eat less than you, sure. then you burn, eat less calories than you burn approach isn't working for you. Right. And then yeah. here is, here is why, well, you're eating the wrong foods. Exactly. Example. Yeah. Um, so for me, for my, um, course for, um, copywriters to get clients, um, I talk about the facts that sending out, you know, cold emails or, you know, whatever is never going to get your clients because it's not creating a human interaction, a human connection. It's, you know, it's basically it's cold outreach and it's yeah. very cold and people, people don't interact with it very often. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I talk about how the solution for that is to create a human connection with people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as I said, the, the next two sections would be a unique problem and a unique solution. Um, mm. and you know, it's, it's two sections, but it's one section. It has to marry up. There has to be a connection there. Yeah. Um, and the solution is not your product. It isn't the course that you're mm. selling. Yeah. Your course comes later on. The, the solution is whatever your course will do for them that solves that problem. Yeah. Um, and there may be something that I can add here. Maybe you can comment on that. Um, like sure. a, a question I got recently from somebody is like, actually this, this was a question that I asked my client because they were asking about the structure of the sales page. And um, I said, by the way, do you know why a good sales page is structured the way it is? Like it's structured like that way that we are discussing now headline problem solution it's basically like when it's it's all psychology right like how do how do people make decisions how do they make purchase decisions well first you need to get their attention otherwise they're not going to listen to your sales pitch um, yep. then they really need to see that you understand their problem ideally that they understand your problem better than you do then you want to make sure that, that they understand your ambitions. And then you start wondering, it's like, okay, this is interesting. Who, who, so what's the solution? He gives the solution. Okay, good solution. But who are you? 
Yeah. Authority, right? The social proof. All right, I can trust this person. So what, what have you got? Here's the program. All right, good program. Yeah, but does it really work? Testimonials. Okay, I think I'm ready to buy. But wait, by the way, what exactly am I going to get? And you see like this structure is exactly like how a sales page is structured, right? Not mm. just a sales page, also a sales call or a, or a webinar or a sales email. Like it, it's all kind of following this decision-making framework. Um, yes. Yeah, sorry, I'm taking over the interview. That was just a thought that I thought that just something I thought could be really um, important, interesting for our audience. So yeah, if you have any comments on that, feel free oh, to Oh yeah, say. you're 100% right, Jan. It's, it, it is because of this. There, there is psychology behind it. It's kind of like having a conversation. It's It's got to flow. It's got to be logical, right? It has to make sense to people. You've got their attention. You're understanding the world that they're in. You're addressing their skepticism. You're telling them why they've never achieved something. And they're like, wait, what? Um, you're telling them how they can go about achieving it. You know, there is a solution. But you don't go into telling them about the course just yet. You, you have to sort of sweeten them up a little bit, right? So we'd call that a product build-up section. And that's where you talk about, um, you know, the, the amount of testing that you've done on your um uh, your course or, or whatever it is that you're selling, right? Um, yeah, you had to test because at the first it wasn't working. Do you know, do you guys have in Belgium, do you have WD-40? WD-40? No. No? Okay, it doesn't matter. It's this spray that you, you spray on things to to make gears in bikes work. It's like a lubricant, right? Mm -hmm. um, but my point is that it's called WD-40 because it was it's called Water Displacement 40. And oh, the 40 okay. comes from the fact that it took them 40 attempts to get this product perfect. And, <laughs> and, and that is like the product buildup. You start talking about your course immediately and about how perfect it is. You've not told anyone how yeah. difficult it is to yeah. do this, right? So for me, for my course about um, selling, um, uh, getting copywriting clients, when I first started getting copywriting clients by the method that I use, which is by video, um, it, I, you know, I had a much lower response rate. And the more that I worked on it, the more that I tweaked it, the more that I spoke to other people, I got a, a better response rate. And these are the things that I talk about in the product build-up section. You, you have to tell people how difficult it was to, um, to, to get there. You know, you got better results, you get testimonials, you get proof. And then eventually it's like, I'm excited to reveal that it's now ready for everybody. People yeah, have you, to understand that it's difficult to get the product. Yeah. So you kind of need to build, you need to win some of the respect before you make the sales pitch, right? Like exactly. first they want to know, it's like whenever you do a sales call, like you, you first want to have a conversation, right? You want to make sure that you understand the person that you're talking to, and, and you, you want to demonstrate that that you're legit, that you have a solution, mm -hmm. that you've done this before, and then if the person is interested, you can ask them if 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 you can, or you can make them a pitch, and it works the same way on the sales page. All right. Yeah, exactly like that. I think the other benefit of well is is building it up is it answers that objection. Um, well, can I do this myself? Well, you yeah. could do it yourself, but guess what? I had to go through months of hard work to get it perfect. So, you know, eventually when I reveal the product to you, sure, you, you know, you, you could go off and do it yourself, but it doesn't say you're a long, lot longer, or you can just give me some money and you can have the course. 
Yeah. All right, so let's talk about writing style then. Um, so just before prof- we move on, because yeah. you've got the product build up, then you've got the product reveal, right? So this is the, mm-hmm. the, the penultimate section. So this is going to give them all the promises, all the benefits, how easy the, the course is or the product or the service, whatever it is. You get some testimonials, get some future pacing in there, you know? Right now, you've got three options. You can ignore everything that you've read here, right? Go on with your day and, and carry on with your life. Option two, try it for yourself, right? Because I've talked to them, uh, copywriters about how to get clients and I've talked about using video. Well, go and try it yourself. And, and you know, it'll be months and months of hard work and, and you may or may not get results and maybe you'll lose motivation, blah, blah, blah. Or there's option three. And then you start talking about all the benefits, why they should be going. Because option three should sound like a dream. Um, and then it's it's the closing section. It's the final section. So price anchoring, you're making it sound cheaper. Yeah. Uh, any um, bonuses, call to action, the guarantee, the reminder of what's included, more calls to action, all that good stuff. And those are your seven sections. All right. Okay, uh, so now we know more about the structure than how, how about the actual writing. Um, how formal or informal does it need to be? Um, absolutely 100% informal. <laughs> you should be imagining uh, that you're writing to somebody who's like, I don't know, like 10 years old, right? Don't be using big, confusing words. Um, yeah. One line, one sentence. Uh, I, I don't, you know, big paragraphs are off-putting for people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time, people will read your sales page, they will scroll through the whole page before deciding whether or not to read it. You know, our brains have this uh, built-in protection to stop us putting effort into things which may not serve our purpose, right? So people don't start reading the whole sales page without deciding whether or not it's worth their time. So they will scroll through. Um, So that's where you've got your subheadings. They should tell a story all the way through, but if people are just glancing through, scrolling through, they understand more or less what's going on and they can decide whether or not to invest more time in it. Um, and as I say, in terms of the one line, one sentence, sometimes it can be uh, one sentence can be like over three or four lines, you know, have ellipses at the end of it. Because if you've got a really long sentence or, or they follow on from each other and you don't want to use a full stop, then have, as I say, ellipses. Yeah. Um, so, that- so, so readability is key here, right? People don't like to read long chunks of text. Yeah. So instead, we use headlines to catch their attention, even though if they're, even if they're not interested in the problem section, you know, maybe they already know that stuff. They just scroll further to the mm-hmm. actual section where they're interested in, where the headline catches their attention, and then they start reading there. Um, yeah. And then we want to make sure that we use easy language so that, they don't, that we don't confuse them, right? Because people are not going to buy when they're confused. They need clarity. The readability is, is, is key here, right? We need to use a language that's easy to read. Um, people don't like reading big chunks of text in the language that they understand, simple words, short sentences, so that it feels like, you know, they get that dopamine when they're scrolling through the sales page, like, oh, a new section, oh, a new sentence. Yeah. A bit like TikTok, <laughs> but then yeah. hopefully with less distractions. Yes. Um, all right. Do you, think, are you, you know, sometimes people worry, you know, when you were talking about length of sales pages, people worry that they're giving too much information. Um, 
because people don't read things anymore. And, and that's a complete nonsense. You know, I know that there will be people who do not read, but people still read books. You know, Amazon, yeah. the world's biggest supermarket or whatever it is, whatever they want to classify themselves as. He started out as a books, as you know, an online bookstore. So yeah. people do read. You, you shouldn't be worried about writing too much that people will not read it. You need to worry about the fact of whether or not it's any good. People will read it if it's good, you know? Yeah, and, and if they're interested, right? Like when people yeah. ask, okay, but who's going to read everything on the sales page? Well, the person who's going to buy it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right? If they're not going to read it, don't worry about it. They're not your audience. They don't want a solution in their lives. And, you know, they'll be a pain in, pain in the bottom customer if they do end up yeah. buying it, if they're not bothered to read it. That's not, that's not who you're after. Are you are you big on on data? Like, what what is a good conversion rate on the sales page? Do you do you task with that, or you focusing on the creative aspect? Um, so yeah, give or take, anything. I mean, like five percent is amazing. So I expect low conversions, especially because people need to click on and then click off and digest the information. You know, it'll take them a few occasions before they decide to buy. Yeah. So expect pretty low conversions but again that's okay you, you don't want to be selling to absolutely everybody yeah i guess it also really depends on your traffic right if this is traffic that comes from a funnel an email funnel where you have already mentioned the price for example where you have already told them about the product like if they're going to click on that sales page link they're probably already there's a big chance that they have already decided to to buy the product Whereas when you're running ads to a cold Facebook audience, to people who have never heard about you, yeah, your, your conversion might be under a, under a percent. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. Let's see. I think there was, there was something else that I wanted to ask when it comes to writing sales pages, but I forgot. Is there anything else that you have to, that you want to share? Uh, a guarantee is always useful. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like your 30 day money back guarantee, um, that's always useful. And an FAQ section right at the bottom, um, again, always make sure that you're talking about you rather than, than yourself. You know, mm -hmm. I think uh, this is one of the things that I talk about in my book, but people have a tendency to position themselves as the hero of the story. Um, and that's not right when you're writing copy. The audience is the hero. Talk yeah. about you. Um, so, you know, you will get, not I will give you, right? Yeah. This kind of stuff. Um, so that's really key as well. Um, but ultimately, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult job to write a sales page. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyone attempting to write one has my sympathies. It's, it's, it's not easy. Yeah, it's, I mean, you get better over time, right? It's like going to the gym. First time is difficult, but after you've done it 30 times, it becomes easier. Um, yes. But yeah. it is important, right, when running an online business, because not just writing a sales page, but copywriting in general, because, you know, you, you, you might be able to, to create a good course. Um, and maybe you already have traffic, but then that, you need that third skill, to actually do something with with those two things, right? Which is sales. Yeah. Conversions. Um, yeah, and 
well uh, what like how the way we sell things in in 2023 and beyond is mostly digital especially for the people that we are talking to here right and mm -hmm. uh, yeah most of the time it just comes down to to writing really good sales copy and they can use it for a sales page or for an email funnel or for a webinar maybe even for sales calls over well over the phone um and 100%. yeah I, I yeah. think that all these things that we discuss like this this yeah. framework is basically you can repurpose that right like it works for all all kinds of sales video sales letter email for all these all these things okay so you can repurpose it like the, 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 a lot of the time like if i'm writing an email funnel as well as a sales page for someone a lot of the stuff will get repeated you know I, I won't be copying it word for word but the ideas will be very similar because it will be the same audience and they will want the same things in their life they will want to get away from uh, being overweight and they will want to get you know um because they, you know they feel bad about looking in the mirror and they don't like seeing their reflection but they want to get into a position where they look as good in a swimsuit as they do in a business suit you know they, they want to get praise from their co-workers Mm. And, you know, rather than saying, lose weight, look healthy, we're talking about specifics of what looking healthy looks like to them, how that's mm -hmm. going to impact their life. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's that, that is one of the things I would say is the big things for me when when I'm writing copy and when people are listening to this and watching this, that, that is one big thing that I take away. Um. Cool. Okay, now final question. Let's say I have an online course and I need a sales page, right? I can do a few things. Number one, I try to write one myself. Um, second option, I go to Upwork. I hire somebody for twenty dollars per hour. Option number option number three, I hire a copywriter, pay that person ten k to write a sales page for me. Only write the sales copy, not do the development, not do, do not do any design, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, what should I do? Obviously, it's going to depend on my budget, right? I guess the question here is how much, I mean, I'm, I'm not asking you how much you charge for a sales page because I think if people want to know, they can just send you an email <laughs> and uh, ask for a quotation, right? But how much does it cost to have somebody write a good sales page for you in your opinion or in your experience? Can you give us a, a range? Uh, okay, so the sales page that I wrote, uh, I'm writing for my online course, my copy coaches who sold millions of pounds worth of products told me they'd charge 10,000 English pounds easily to write it. For Is that for just the, the Google Doc? Like yeah. The, the text? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, these guys are at the top of their game. Um, I give them a little shout out, Mike Samuels and Jamie Lynch. They're fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, but they would charge, as I say, thousands. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you go to somewhere like Upwork and you're paying someone twenty pounds an hour to write a sales page, ugh, I dread to think what comes out of that. And also, one thing that I would say is never pay somebody by the word to write your sales copy, um, because they may just pad it out. Then you know they may just want to get more money. <laughs> so never yeah. pay by the word. Um, so yeah. How common is it to charge a commission? So you Pardon? say, like, I charge. How common is it to charge a commission? So you say, I charge you a few thousand thousand pounds, euros, dollars, whatever, and on top of that, a two percent or a five percent commission. 
Um, that is common with copywriters who know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, lower end copywriters may not think about it, may not be aware of it, may not have the confidence to ask for it. Um, I'm not sure, but I would say that that is common with somebody who knows what they're doing, who knows their value. Um, and yeah, is going to deliver a great piece of work because ultimately if they're getting a percentage, then it's in their best interest for it to convert as well as possible. Like it's always in our best interest as copywriters for our work to deliver because then you're happy with the products you recommend us to your friends and family who come back to us for further work. But you know, that there's no, there's no negative aspects for sharing, as I say, uh, an equity based deal is what I would call it. But yeah, however you want to term it, I would say it's very common amongst copyrights who know what they're doing. Yeah. And the reason they can charge so much is because they know that if they do a really good job, the, the sales page is gonna, I don't know, they're going to increase the conversion by a few percent, right? And yeah. if they're selling for a million per year, that means an extra, I don't know, maybe an extra 100K per year, maybe an extra 200K. So why not give the copywriter? Yeah, yeah. 10, like if you've got the traffic and, and, and the audience is warm and you've got the email funnel or, or not necessarily, a sales panel, uh, a sales page, sales panel, a sales page is worth its weight in gold. You know, you pay that, make that investment once. But that sales page stays there forever. And if it's converting for you, it is constantly generating money. It is literally a money tree. So yeah, yeah it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, so it might be, uh, yeah, build that, build that cash machine, right? <laughs> Your sales page is kind of the core of, uh, of that cash machine. All yeah. right, any, where, where, can we learn, where can we learn more about you? Um, any other places? where that you want to any other i don't know online places where you that you want to you want to mention here where people can go to learn more about copywriting you said you have a book uh, this is your time to to promote yourself uh, not just <laughs> not just promote yourself also share some some good stuff yeah uh okay so uh, i mean i've got a website um www.nickpaninski.com uh but i'm also on linkedin um, so I, I do some stuff there and, and I post irregularly on Instagram, but not really because I don't really understand social media. They <laughs> <laughs> don't get it. And if people want to learn more on how to, how to write a good sales page, you sat, you have a book. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the book is called, uh, stop struggling how to sell your course in a week. So it talks about best practice copywriting. It talks about, um, you know, all, all the the good stuff about how to write copy, the basics, um, you know, that, that hundred reasons why somebody should be buying your product, headlines, subheadlines, benefits, bullet points, you know, it takes you through all that. And then it talks about how to write Facebook adverts, how to write a landing page so that people download your free guide, it talks about what should be in your free guide, all that, you know, it takes you through the whole funnel, uh, yeah. tells you how to write the sales page, etc., etc. All right. We're going to check it out. Uh, thanks, Nick. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me, Ian. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure talking about sales pages. It's, uh, it's a great topic. I love it. All right. I hope that you like this episode. And if you want to learn more about copywriting and about online business, and if you want to learn what's working in our industry right now, um, then join our Inner Circle networking community because that's where you get to know other successful creators in our industry. And um, yeah, you get to learn what's working now. We help each other out. We have uh, a hotline on WhatsApp. 
and um, we do quarterly Zoom meetings with so-called hot seat sessions. Very exciting. If you want to learn more, just go to our website, creatorsmas.com forward slash inner circle. And enrollment will be open until the end of this year. So need to be quick. That's it for now. Talk to you in the next episode. Ciao.